Hello and welcome to the Daniel Dome's Little Dome. My name is Gareth Gwynn. I'm Essel Sears. And this is the version of the podcast where we look at this month in Zenial history. And today I'm going to cover 1988 brackets general. Okay. I don't want to pin it down to a month <laughs> because the thing I want to talk about, I don't know what month it happened, but it's very 1988. You don't know what month it happened? No, I don't. Just to give some context, yeah. so you've just turned up at my house, yes. and I've had a two-hour nap, <laughs> and I already don't know what day it is anymore. It's it's only going to get weirder. Because <laughs> the other thing is, this is the first one we've recorded in person this year. Oh, it is! Yeah, last yeah. time I was drinking a Bailey's. Yeah, that's Christmas. right. So, I got this as a sort of Christmas present. What do you mean? What are you pointing at? This bag here. Right. That you didn't even notice I brought into your house. No! <laughs> I got this as a sort of Christmas present. Okay. I thought the next episode we do where we're in person, you yeah. can open it. Okay. So there we are. But it's 1988 in a bag. You can describe it as you open it. Okay. Um, I had this. Did you? I, I think my parents still have it. It's um it's the neighbor's game. The box itself, the um the design of it is like a brick wall. With like um, a tag on it, with like a heart saying Scott and Charlene. They could have got away with making a terrible game. And yes. actually they put in a bit of effort. They did. Uh, do you know what? I don't remember ever playing it. Now's the time. <gasps> Basically, I have nothing else planned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Because <laughs> I think I was a bit too young for it. Well, no, actually, no. I was too... Second language English for it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. that was the problem, because my, my English wasn't great when I was younger. <laughs> A lot of stuff that was in English that was meant for, like, eight-year-olds when yeah. I was eight-year-old would have seemed older, because I didn't have that comprehension of the yeah. language. Yeah, Because it says here, um, for two to eight players, ages nine to adult. I love how adult is really vague. <laughs> How do you define adult? Like, when does that end? The hilarious game based on the exciting characters from yeah. Ramsey Street. So I had hoped before coming here to have this sort of run through, and then my washing machine started spraying water onto the ceiling, and that sort of went by the by a bit. That's the definition of adult. Yeah, yes, it is. Oh, I mean, it did feel like a very zenial problem as it was happening. So, should we have oh a go? Oh my god, yes, please open yeah, it. Okay. Open the box. Why is it a hilarious game, though? I have no idea. Because I don't associate Neighbours with hilarity. hilarity per se. No, it's less... Um... Although, there was one episode a couple of years ago where Carl Kennedy walks into a nudist meeting. What? And he joins in. <laughs> it's one of the best episodes ever. I'll have to find it for you. So that was hilarious. Okay, so they've done one funny episode... <laughs> And off the back of that... It looks pristine. It's in pretty good nick, isn't it? I did think that. I mean, I have no idea. We might start playing it and find that half the pieces are missing or something. Um, Those are the rules. Oh, my God. If your English is up to it, have a read. (gasps) (laughs) The aim of the game... This is perfect for us and what we do as as jobs. The aim of the game is to write an episode of Neighbours in three scenes. And then Channel 5 won't recommission it and we'll have to go to Amazon. The action cards must be placed on squares of the corresponding colour. Yeah, okay. 
Character cards and extra cards may be placed on any square on the board. So character tokens. Each sentence must token. begin with a character or extra card. So is it a little bit like, you know, when you play that game where you write a sentence and then you fold the page I, down? I think we're doing that, which is going to be really hard for me, who doesn't really know who anyone in Naples <laughs> is. Every scene is going to have Harold in it. You, you know when someone <laughs> tells you an anecdote and you don't know who any of the people are? That's, yeah. what, that's what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so why are those green? I don't think it matters. <laughs> and those ones are blue. Okay, so those are all the cards. Great. I, I, this has a feeling of... Because um, board games can go one of two ways, right? Yeah, I mean, either... as can podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> either, either we'll really enjoy this. Yeah. Or this is the end of our friendship. <laughs> and everything that's linked to it. <laughs> it has a real, like, boxing day feel. Yeah, it does, actually. Yeah. Okay. Each player is dealt six cards. Which 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 ones? Doesn't say. The characters, or the, the these ones. I'm going to give that to you for a second. Right. Okay. I'm going to stop this, and then we're going to work with that. <laughs> Okay, so you join us having... Well, I've now read the rules. I think we know how to play this. Yeah. Or a version of it. So I'm currently shuffling a big load of cards. And the way it works is that we will have a big pile of cards and they all have little bits of a story on them. Mm -hmm. And you basically have to place the cards down and try and construct sentences. Yeah. Which will, over the course of the game, fill the board with a neighbour's storyline. Yes. And then with each card that we correctly put down, we can collect points. Yeah, tokens. that's right. Yeah. So by putting certain cards down, you get points. So if you, if you introduce a character, you get two points. If you introduce what's called an extra, so mm. that's like a milkman or a postman or something like that, if your card is one of them, you get one point. And then there are rules to what action cards you can put down. I already can't imagine wanting to play this more than once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to go first? So. <laughs> so I'm starting with a character card. Start with a character. Eight-year-old me is very happy about this. Charlene. Yeah, we're, we're starting, <laughs> starting strong. strong. <laughs> Who takes up weightlifting. Oh, Ooh. that's pretty good. <laughs> and then I can't go. So do I take... I've done a character, so can I take a you character get, you token? Get, you get some points for your characters. Right. And you get to take two cards from this box okay. to replace the ones that you put down. Oh, fab. Now, because of the terrible way I have shuffled the cards, I only have people. I can't carry on. Oh, okay. So I think you get to have another go. Okay, so Charlie Mitchell, who takes up weightlifting and buys a brand new Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? These cards are such a, sh a snapshot of like the late 80s. Yes, yeah. So Ferraris. I've got one card that's going to come up in a minute uh, where someone becomes a missionary. Why does that sound like that's an the... 80s soap? Yeah, it, it really is. Line. That's brilliant. Okay, so oh, Sean... Like, yeah. yeah, so now if you've got a green card, you can carry on the story. And becomes a missionary. Can you keep going? Because you can keep t your turn until you go. Has a strange dream that... Oh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Hey, are you stuck? I am stuck. Okay, so now I am allowed to have a go. Has a strange dream that 
her best friend. Yeah. The girl next door. Yeah. And now I'm out of cards that make sense. I'm genuinely actually enjoying this now. Yeah. Now we're in it. <laughs> so I get to take two cards, but also I get to take a wild card. And I don't Ooh, know what these do. I don't okay. know what these do. One of the main characters is bitten by a snake while shooting on location. Return one character token to the pool and then continue your turn. Okay. So I've got to throw a character away. Daphne's not getting a go. Oh, she dies as well. And I'm allowed to carry on. Okay. I can't carry on. It is your turn. <laughs> Who claims to have found gold at the long lost Lassiter's Reef? <laughs> That's a long card. <laughs> Never heard of the Lassiter's Reef. Lassiter's was like the complex, wasn't it? The hotel complex. I don't know. Oh, what? The... <laughs> <laughs> can okay. I, I have a card that I can put down <gasps> because the girl next door, who claims to have found gold at the long lost Lassiter's Reef, gets a job delivering gorillagrams. What is a gorillagram? Uh, when someone comes to your door dressed as a gorilla. Oh! <laughs> What are we talking? 5.35 BBC One? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's drugs. I think it was the word grams that threw me. I just double-checked we were definitely recording because I just have thought, if we're not recording this, then we're just unironically playing a Neighbours game. <laughs> Can I put a character card down anywhere? Yeah, anywhere. Oh, fine. Can I introduce an extra? Yeah, you absolutely can. So, meanwhile, back at Lassiter's, I love how NPC this is. A madman. (laughs) (laughs) A madman has been introduced to the neighbours. I can't carry on. You can't carry on. No, but I get an extra card, right? Yeah, you can have an extra card. Um, A madman. (laughs) What colour is it? Now the next... Blue. Blue. The madman shaves her head. Yes. (laughs) The madman. Oh, as in shaves Jane's head. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that would work. Right. So what's the sentence so far? Because I can carry on, I think. Okay. Jane Harris decides to learn belly dancing because her mother says so and invites everyone over to celebrate. But meanwhile, back at Lassiter's, a madman shaves her head. And winds up in hospital. Ooh. And becomes a vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) Is arrested by the police. Can you carry on? Who falls in love with Gay Lewis. Excellent. <gasps> and we've reached the end of the game. You get two points for ending the game with a character. Great. And I yeah, character right. Right. So according to the rules, we now count up our points. Cool. And the winner gets to read the story out loud start <gasps> to finish. And that's in the rules. Is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that feel like a punishment? <laughs> So, count up your cards. I have 18 points. What? I only have six. You definitely were meant to take more cards as you went. 
You can't vote What do you mean? So every time you introduced a character, yes. you took, and every time you introduced an extra, you had an extra? Yeah. I didn't have many character cards. Oh, so I was, I was the character, and you were all about the plot. Yeah. And it just goes to show where the money is in script writing. <laughs> I can't believe you won Neighbours. <laughs> yeah. You... <laughs> so that means I get to read the whole thing. Oh, yeah, you do. Charlene Mitchell, who takes up weightlifting and buys a brand new Ferrari and becomes a missionary, has a strange dream that her best friend, the girl next door, claims to have found gold at the long-lost Lassiter's Reef, gets a job delivering gorillagrams. The local fortune teller double-crosses her best friend because the butcher finds that the Lassiter's has been robbed and is told he has six months to live. Ad break. Because that's Act act One. Mm -hmm. Also the BBC, so they cut the ads. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jane Harris decides to learn belly dancing because her mother says so and invites everyone over to celebrate but meanwhile back at Lasseter's a madman shaves her head and winds up in hospital and becomes a vegetarian Gail Lewis has a black eye because Harold Bishop who suddenly decides to become a hermit on a desert island has two dates on the one night so Mrs Mitchell calls the police so they decide to marry in the spring and loses his job end of part two the local drunk accuses his wife of having an affair with a sword swallow from the circus and decides to throw a big party. Paul Robinson is reported lost at sea along with a kind old man. <laughs> Mike Young is arrested by the police who falls in love with Gail Lewis. And that's the end of the episode. So there we are. That's the Neighbours game. Oh, I really enjoyed it. And I would play it again. I'd take it all back. I would play it again. It actually, I, I, we need to work out what you're meant to do when you can't go. Yes. And someone listening to this is probably screaming at, but I, I, I read the rules once and I didn't look back. Mm. Um, the other thing, which I didn't realise when I was reading the rules, is that on the back there are biographies of all the characters. Now, obviously, these people don't mean mean much to me. I know one or two of them. Was me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Well, I'll just say a name and then you tell me a bit about them. We'll see okay. how, if you hit the biography. But you've got to think 1988. Okay. None of your nineties thinking. <laughs> none of your none of your naughties thinking. Um, who's a good character? Well, I am a little bit intrigued by Mike Young, just okay. because I'd never even heard the name. He was friends with like Charlene and Scott and Henry and Jane. He went out with Jane for a bit. I think did he go out with Charlene for a bit as well? He would have been in school. Oh, sorry, sixteen, seventeen years old. Mike went to so he's eighteen. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mike went to live with Des and Daphne to escape an unhappy home life. Uh, he wants to go to university to become a teacher. He's in love with Jane Harris. You, you get a point for that. Mm-hmm. A relationship which draws disapproval from Mrs. Mangle. Because Mrs. Mangle is Jane Harris's grandmother. I just feel like the name Mrs. Mangle. The whole <laughs> the whole thing feels like it's set in the modern day. Mm. Apart from Mrs. Mangle, who sounds like she's walked out of a bad nineteen forties comedy show. <laughs> She sounds like she should be an itmar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But she didn't really fit in at the time. At the time, yeah. yeah. Mike and Scott are good friends. Oh, there you go. Have they done it by age? Uh, no, because Harold Bishop's on page. <laughs> oh, no, but Harold Bishop's in his 40s then. See, in my mind, Harold Bishop is... In his 40s? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Harold Bishop, late 40s. He was never in his 40s. Yeah. Do you want to have a guess how they describe Harold Bishop? A busybody. Old-fashioned and God-fearing. Oh, yeah. He yeah. boards with Mrs. Mangle. The young people tease him, but on the whole, they like him. Howard is a retired stock and station agent. He's a 
basically a good fellow despite his tendency to stuffy conservatism. <laughs> I've never said that before. <laughs> well, it's an election year. Get ready to do it a lot. <laughs> show you can on the zenial dome at hotmail.com you can send us a tweet to the zenial dome you can send us an instagram message on zenial dome and we're on tiktok as well so we have mentioned clubs that you may have joined as a child and i mentioned the wh smith's yes. club so Lindsay sent us some photographs of the badges she got for various clubs okay. that she was in which she has recently unearthed so first of all i'm going to show these on on my phone mm-hmm. um so first of all it is the dennis the menace fan club Little wallet. Oh wow! Which I had. I was in the Dennis Spence fan oh. club, and you got the Dennis Spence badge, and then the Nasher badge, which was all furry and had goggly eyes. Oh! But also there is a membership card for the Burger King Kids Club. Right. And that one at the back is the Press Pack, <gasps> which I hadn't seen before, and that is a BBC club supported by W. H. Smiths for wannabe journalists right and the card the front of it has your name and you sign it and your membership number and the back says never forget the code of conduct and this is the code of conduct for joining the bbc club press pack right number one never risk your own safety Number two, the information must be true and accurate with no important facts missed out. Right. Three, in gathering the information, you must not use any type of misrepresentation, dishonesty, intimidation, or invasion of privacy. (laughs) Four, journalists should protect confidential sources of information. Five, journalists should not accept bribes to influence their work. Six, reporters should always give a balanced view of events. And seven, the golden rule is always check your facts, which are seven pretty serious-sounding rules for something which is backed by a picture of a cartoon dog. (laughs) (laughs) It is as well. That's so funny. (gasps) But doesn't it sound like they, they knew there were issues, right? They knew... What in the press? Yes, it's amazing, isn't it? So this is it's like how do we how do we tackle this? We'll get them young. You get them young. So this, I presume, this is in the early nineties. The BBC went. We need to set some blinking standards. No, I just no. find the tone of this kids yeah thing really funny. It's like something you you expect to read in a contract you're signing to join the BBC as a journalist. I've got my BBC pass in my pocket right, right now because of where I've been this week. And on the say back, anything on it. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the BBC values. Oh! So, I, I mean... Are they verbatim? <laughs> there's no cartoon dog. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. I would say the tone yeah. on the back of the actual BBC staff card yeah. is calmer mm-hmm. than what they were telling kids in the 90s. Yes. Or were they maybe trying to deter kids from... Joining the journalism Joining the court. BBC. This, yeah. is, this is WH Smith's wanting to make a strike against the BBC. <laughs> early doors. Because they saw the internet coming and wanted to make sure that Mail Online was where everyone got their news. <laughs> so yeah, do get in touch with the show. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you've played the Neighbours game, let us know how you got on. I, I, just for a second, I'd forgotten we'd played it. <laughs> it's literally still in front of you. 
it's been a wild ride. <laughs> and um, we shall uh, see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.